This week, I'm talking to Ashot Iskandarian of ShopMonkey. Sit tight, because you don't want to miss it. Welcome to Ratchet and Wrench Radio, your podcast for strategies and inspiration for auto care success. I'm Chris Jones, host and editor at Ratchet and Wrench, and here is my interview with Ashot. I love his backstory, and I cannot wait for you guys to just hear how he developed ShopMonkey, uh, the inspiration behind the company, and really what his plans are. So sit back and enjoy this interview. Hey, Ashot, welcome to Ratchet and Wrench Radio. Chris, hello there. Thank you for having me on. Super excited yeah, to be here. Yeah, great to have you. So tell me about what it's like to be a software and motor sports enthusiast. Yeah, it's an interesting history that culminated in 2016 in the story of ShopMonkey. I uh, grew up on a 1965 Impala, and that really just fueled the flame of my love of classic cars uh, and working and wrenching on cars, uh, learned how to repair and restore vehicles there and uh, grew and evolved ultimately to the BMW line with uh, tinkering and working on an E36 uh, M3 and then uh, E39. So just got really into the BMW world and the motorsport world, anything from classics to modern German cars. And um, it's just what I spent a lot of time and weekends on uh, growing up. And that was the kind of the background of, of automotive as I entered the world of software as a career later on. And what aspect of software did you enter? So in 2010, I got a job as a product manager at a company called Financial Engines, a fintech company here in the Bay Area, uh, where I was responsible for uh, developing the the, uh, customer-facing products that allowed people who worked at large corporations to manage their 401ks. And that was my real foray into developing complicated um, you know, heavy calculation, robo-advising software uh, for a broad population. So I really got my chops uh, early on there with the help of a good mentoring coach that really helped groom me um, to, you know, what I get to do now today with ShopMonkey. All right. So you have a really funny story, you know, that kind of connects your love of software with how you came up with ShopMonkey. You had mentioned that, you know, you were started visiting repair shops in 2016 and you would go to the shops and you peek around the corner to see what kind of software were you, they were using in their shop. Talk to me about that curiosity and where it led. Sure. So prior to 2016, you know, as I mentioned, I was working on my own cars. I was repairing my own vehicles. You know, I'd take them to tire shops here and there, but it wasn't really a market that I was, uh, that I was into. Um, by 2016, I had worked, you know, seven or eight years in software at a couple of other fintech companies. So my mind and kind of career was oriented uh, around product management and software. And what happened uh, was that I had my second child. I have four kids. Uh, and when I had my daughter, I lost the, who was my second, I lost the time to wrench. I lost the time to go in the garage for half a day a day and to fix my own car and, you know, tinker and, uh, and get things done. So uh, for the first time ever, I, re- I started to, on a regular basis, take my vehicles into repairs uh, at local shops here in the San Jose area and uh, really um, became uh, aware and quite honestly frustrated with the customer experience, lack of tooling. Uh, the observation of them managing three, four different systems, and then just intuitively and naturally having been in software for, for quite a while at that point, I started to just peek around the monitor. I said, hey, you know, what are you using? What 
what's going on? Why is this taking so long? Why didn't you follow up? Or why can't you look up that part? Or why are you going to a different machine to look up your repair? And I started to just glean and see the archaic and old and underserved world uh, very, very quickly, um, uh, having done that uh, after going to those shops. Wow, man, that must have been amazing like, just to have the idea come to you that way. Like they always say that necessity is the mother of invention. And you know, being someone who is just kind of outside looking in, you're able to identify problems that shops were having and then develop some software around it. Yeah, it was really interesting. You know, it, it started out kind of uh, light intrigue to where that curiosity grew. And I started to really take notes and observe the different problem sets, whether that's managing inventory or customer communication or time clocks or team management or parts procurement or calendaring, you name it. These shop owners have to deal with a lot. And I started to see and just, I, you know, evaluate the problem that had been resolved by stitching together and piecemealing five, six, seven, eight different systems between uh, customer communication, follow-ups, or repair guides, uh, and started to have that vision and that uh, idea slowly crystallize. It did take about 10 months for it to just crystallize into a, <laughs> something that I wanted to pursue. And it was it was interesting and scary and, and, uh, and, and very exciting, of course. So tell me how you developed the product. Yeah, so once the I want to call it, you know, we'll get back to the calling and we'll get to a calling in just a moment. But once it culminated, the observations, the love of motorsports, the love of software, you know, I think an important part of that was my faith too. They all culminated into this uh, calling and this conviction that, hey, you know, my lot in life, my, my, uh, my objective, my, uh, where my time should go is here, where I should invest my giftings and my skill sets are here. Once that happened, which again, after the idea initially sprang up, it took about 10 months to ferment. Um, once that happened, it was a, you know, looking back, it's, it's romanticized and it was exciting in the early days, but it was brutal. Uh, I had to basically go ask friends, family, and fools, <laughs> as they call it, to, uh, you know, to invest money. I was able to raise a whopping $75,000, which was a lot for me. I didn't have a lot of money at the time. I uh, wasn't able to get money. So these friends uh, and family and fools that, that came through was uh, was a, a catalyst for me to get started. And what I did was I found a, uh, through, you know, search and, and circumstance, a really, really talented full stack engineer in Ukraine, who's now our head of engineering and manages a team of over 50 engineers. And me and him started just going at it. We started doing design. We started developing the product. We, I did sales. I did support. I did product management. Uh, and we just kept at it. We just went into heads down. We're developing product. We, you know, we have uh, a clear uh, vision and mission. But what those early um, modules looked like was up for debate. And it was scrappy. And uh, we had to adapt a lot. And we did that for about a year uh, just me and uh, he and I, um, and got to about 100 customers before the company kind of took a next chapter with uh, Travis, who's um, you know an important part of the business. Before he joined uh, ShopMonkey and help us help us kind of take uh, continued steps forward. But that was a, that was the early, uh, you know, hard, scrappy, uh, scrappy days of ShopMonkey. And that's how we got started. Now you refer to the business as a calling. Like, what does that mean to you? And then, what does living out your calling mean for those you serve? Yeah, great question. Uh, it's it's interesting. A calling for me is is well. Let me just kind of clarify that it's a calling to serve, right? So I, I do feel like I have a purpose in life and a mission in life. And for a long time, I was questioning what that was, and uh, that became very 
clear in 2016. And I think, again, my, my faith is a big component of that. But again, it's a calling to serve. And what that simply means if I unpack that is really just utilizing and devoting my giftings, my skill sets, my experience in software, my passion and zeal for motorsports uh, to serve these shop owners, to fulfill uh, their needs and their problems and to solve a lot of these things on their behalf through, in this case, through uh, a shop management system that's um, going to be easy for them to use and enjoyable uh, over the course of time. Yeah, I had an opportunity to see your interface when I was at Vision in Kansas City, and it's a very beautiful interface. Like, was simplicity a part of your component? Because I, when I looked at it, I was like, this is a very clean and simple interface that, you know, I've, I've worked with some interfaces like QuickBooks and some of these other, like, more robust uh, platforms that promise a lot of really great things but can be very frustrating to use. Was that part of the formula for you? 100%. It was a key differentiator from day one. It was something that uh, we knew that you know developing software had become commoditized to some extent. There's going to be a lot of people developing software. So when we thought about how do we want to differentiate in the marketplace, uh, we were very clear that user experience was going to be a differentiator and that we're going to invest heavily in that. So we have a product team of over 20 people now with designers and product managers that devote and continue have devoted and continue to devote a lot of time uh, and effort and um, scrutiny into what we develop as it pertains to, yeah, just the usability, the visual aesthetics, you know, how screens are rendered. It's a it's an extremely high value uh, at ShopMonkey. Okay, now you just mentioned key differentiators. Like, what would you say your unique selling proposition or your, your main, you know, selling point is? Yeah, like there's, there's three things that we differentiate our product and our company on. Uh, one is, as we discussed, user experience. It's so important and people have been so inundated with, uh, you know, really feature rich software over the course of their lives. It's difficult to use. So uh, we do believe that is a currency uh, in the modern age. Uh, and so we do differentiate on user experience. People see that and we ask prospects and customers to just get their hands on it, take it for a test drive. Uh, we secondly differentiate on support. Uh, we've just heard from our customers that they want to talk to a real person. So we have live chat support. We have phone support, uh, which is a huge differentiator for us uh, in allowing them to reach a live person to, uh, you know, complain maybe about a bug or request a feature or, you know, shout out, give us a shout out for how much they're liking the software. And that's become, again, just a huge differentiator for us. And the third, I would say, is just, you know, feature feature functions, right? Uh, so coverage. Uh, again, these shop owners are solving a lot of different problems from inventory to customer communication to uh, procurement. And for us to be able to have that coverage in a uh, in a single system that's again, easy to use and that can, uh, you know, allow them to talk to a real person when they have a problem has, has allowed us to come a long way and it's made a big splash in the marketplace. All right, great. Well, let's talk about the business side a little bit. Tell us, you know, where you're located, how many employees you have and <laughs> you know, what's your model is for developing a company that goes forward? Yeah, so we are located in Morgan Hill, California. Uh, we are a team of over 200 people internationally. We're in several countries and several states. And when we look to the future and as we talk about, you know, what's next for ShopMonkey, what are we going to be working on? It's still rather simple and still fundamental and still basic to some extent. And that is to just continue to serve and fulfill the needs of our customer base with amazing shop management software. Just keep our heads down and uh, develop amazing product. I'm a you know, product-led CEO. ShopMonkey is a software product company. 
uh, with a really great team now that can execute on that. So it's to keep our heads down and keep developing uh, amazing product to, to solve this, just a slew of needs that, uh, as, we, as we've talked about, that the shop owners face and will continue to face as they evolve their business into, into you know, 2020 and, and beyond. So now you've come full circle yourself with Full Throttle Garage. You purchased that in Morgan Hill, of course. What sorts of vehicles are you working on there? Yeah, Full Throttle's been an exciting journey for me to you know, drink my own Kool-Aid. Uh, <laughs> we, work, we work on uh, American muscle cars. We have a 65 Cadillac in there. Uh, we have a 54 Chevy getting a Roadster Shop chassis frame and a new LS3. We have a 69 Chevelle. Uh, and a couple of other things, but we focus on, uh, you know, restoring and repairing American muscle cars. And it's been a joy and a thrill and an opportunity for, for me to, to, again, drink my own Kool-Aid and use the product that I've built. Yeah. You know, tell me about that a little bit, you know, you know what's it like going from your know, developer to client? <laughs> it's a, uh, it's, it's twofold. One is it's extremely validating. You know, I pull it up some days, you know, whether I'm writing a ticket or co- communicating with the customer or checking out a feature that's under beta. And, you know, I get to see what we've developed over the course of the last three and a half, four years and what the team's accomplished. And it's astounding and it's amazing and it's really confidence inspiring. Right. And, and you take time to see that. Now, the, the other side of it is just this realization of, man, that could be polished. We still need to develop that. And I'd love to build this in the future. And so it, it's just, you know, we call it divine uh, discontentment in, inside of ShopMonkey where you still like, wow, we still have a long road to go. So it's a rude awakening of just how much more problem sets uh, we need to solve for, for shop owners and uh, how much more product we need to develop that still needs to be easy to use and simple and easy to understand. So uh, twofold. And for those reasons, it's been, it's been exciting and at the same time, extremely motivating. Oh yeah, it, it has to be. Like, you ever, you ever have those moments where you look at the, the interface like, man, I did this. This is actually pretty good. Yeah. And you know, for me, it's not just I, it's the team. It's with so many great people that are a lot smarter than me at the company now. <laughs> We're way better at design. Again, I was doing design in the early days. Now we have dedicated professional designers. So it's hugely Again, just validating and confidence inspiring of what the team's capable of and gives me that encouragement going into the next quarter, the next season of Shop Monkey and the next set of problems that are you know, now bigger and customers are asking for more, the bar is higher, that we'll be able to execute on those things. Now, you earlier you mentioned your daughter was the catalyst to you going into the shops. Like, I, I think your daughter's probably about the same age as mine. You know, my daughter's very self-aware. You know, like if she gives me an idea, I, I know that she's giving me the idea because she won't stop telling me. Have you ever told your daughter the story of you going into the shops because, you know, she took away that time from you and, like, you created this amazing software platform? And does she uh, kind of revel in that a little bit? <laughs> I... I have. She's she's been a little too young to pick up on it. I'm I'm okay. sure it's coming into the future. But uh, what she has been great about, you know, uh, Daddy and and her talk about the business a lot and in her prayers and you know she prays for uh, the, the company and she prays for more customers and happy customers. So she's sweet that way. I'm I'm uh, trepidatious with her. Uh, realizing and, and taking on the fact that she was the catalyst. No, it's, it's it's all fun. So what's next for Shop Monkey? Yeah, next, what's next for ShopMonkey? You know, as I said, it's keeping our head down and developing amazing products. As part of that, we have a really exciting module that's in the works called Autopilot, which is going to hit on the head of this need that shop owners have had to automate 
the customer communication aspect of their business. So if you think about what shop owners do outside of things I've mentioned with calendaring, procurement, authorizations, inventory, et cetera, one of the areas that uh, our customers have been um, helping us develop and, and, and communicating as a high need for them is to just automate some of the follow-ups, whether that's reviews, whether that's deferred services, they want to set it and forget it, right? They don't want to have sticky notes and notepads and email reminders for them to continue to grow their business with upsells and resells. And so Autopilot is going to be doing just that. It's in the works and in the early stages of being launched. So I'm really excited about that. But uh, going back again to just generally where we're at, it's heads down product development, bright and exciting future at hand, and a lot more needs that shop, on- shop owners have that uh, we're, we're planning on executing on. Awesome. Well, you know, Aisha, it's been great talking to you about ShopMonkey. Uh, it's like it's a fantastic company. Like I said, when I got a chance to meet your people at Vision, they were just enthusiastic about the company. They loved it. Um, and it's, like I said, it's gorgeous software. So I, I definitely wish you all the best. Thank you, Chris, for having me on. Really appreciate it. And it was exciting to be here. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. Now go make the rest of your day the best of your day. And we'll see you back here next week on Ratchet & Wrench Radio.